Welcome to the Everyday Gospel Podcast. Mark Landshut is our guest today. The thing that I can see from Mark is that he knows that the love God has for him is available to everyone. And living that call out, he's able to work with Family Promise and the homeless community and share God's love to people in Jacksonville. Hey everybody, this is Derek Scott with the Everyday Gospel Podcast. I'm here with my friend Mark Landshut. Mark, how you doing today, man? Doing all right, bud. Awesome. Good to see you again. It's good to see you. It's been it's been a little while. It has been. A few, few years, unfortunately. Um, Mark, you want to tell us just a little bit about what you're doing right now? In um, the- right now, I'm um, working for Family Promise of Jacksonville. And I'm executive director there, and I um, work with homeless families that have children. And we do that with a local church. And okay. so we have a day center downtown uh, inside First United Methodist Church, which is kind of our hub. Okay. But we have 17 local congregations um, that our families kind of rotate through. And those churches provide meals and overnight accommodations for those individuals when they're in the program. Way cool. Your hub is in First UMC? Mm-hmm. How did I not know that? Yeah, we rent a whole floor from them. Really? Yep, we've been there for... Over 10 years. I've been a Family Promise over 10 years. This is my 10th year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we were incorporated in 2000 and we opened in 2006. Okay. I came on board in 2008. Okay. So we've been in that building since, I believe, 2006. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. And you you came right after Mindy? Um, I was. Mindy was the first executive director. Okay. I was retired from teaching and doing some educational sales stuff which was okay but i was traveling a lot so i was kind of not really liking that too much yeah and so she just called me one day and you know she told me she was leaving because she was taking the dean of girls position at bowls Mm -hmm. and she's still there and and i said oh okay i'll think about it and so the next thing you know (laughs) here here i am so kind of interesting awesome you want to tell us a little bit about your family and Sure. Um, I'm married to my wife, Diane. I've been married for uh, 39 years this year. Wow. Coming up on 40. Way cool. Um, I have a son, my older son, Matt. He lives in Jacksonville. Uh, lives just in the same neighborhood we do. And my other son, David, lives in St. Augustine, and he's married, and he has two children. Okay. Yep. So my other son's not married yet. Yeah. So. Tell us a little bit again how you heard about Family Promise and how you found yourself serving as its executive Well, I really director. heard about Family Promise because when we were going to Crossroad, mm-hmm. we were, um, Don and I were volunteering with the Crossroad team because mm-hmm. Family, Promise, Family Promise is still a host site. Yeah. And so that's really how I knew about Family Promise, really from the church side with being a volunteer and doing meals and overnight and all that stuff like that. I really hadn't had that much idea of the organizational side of Family Promise as far as the nonprofit side. And so I was familiar with it. You know, I thought it was an interesting model. Mm-hmm. And so when Mindy called me, I just kind of checked into a little bit more. You know, Family Promise is based out of Summit, New Jersey. National offices in Summit, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's a unique model. It really it helps to empower the local church to really get involved in missions without leaving the United States. Mm-hmm and to provide um, services in, in a unique way to a very vulnerable population, mm-hmm. specifically families with children. And when I say families, but for the most part, it's women and kids. Hmm. I mean, we have men every once in a while, but for the, our most common demographic has been, since I've been there, is an African-American mother with anywhere from two to three kids. Okay. Just, I mean, that's pretty much what it looks like. Gotcha. Um, 
And so I like the way the model worked. It's a very much of a hospitality model. And so it's just, you know, and a lot of the new research is showing that's coming out is showing that models like that are just much more effective than a big shelter. Hmm. Um, you know, we don't only have three families at one time in the program and that particular part of the program. So it allows our case manager to have more interaction time with families and it allows volunteers at the church to really kind of have more time to kind of be with a family and do things with them and kind of heal a little bit instead of being, you know, a whole bunch of people in a big program. So yeah. it's a little bit different in that regard, but it's a pretty effective program from the standpoint of people effectively coming out of homelessness. Yeah. If you're enjoying this episode, be sure to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash ccw we have more conversations available to you. Awesome. So that's what got me interested. So I just kind of threw my hat in the ring and God has a sense of humor. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. And so 10 years later. 10 years later, here I am. Yep, here. yep. Shift the conversation a little bit. Sure. You want to tell us a little bit of how you came to faith? Okay. Um, I came to faith. I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I grew up Lutheran. Okay. You know, Lutheran background, um, kind of German family background kind of thing. And so I grew up Lutheran um, and, you know, did all the Lutheran things, just kind of grew up in the church, um, really kind of came to faith m- I kind of was doing the religion thing at that point in my life, but came to faith really in my teen, late teenage years mm-hmm. as far as really understanding what that relationship with Jesus really looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, got married at that point. My wife was Presbyterian, so I started going to Presbyterian church. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and then, um, which was fine. And then really what got us to Crossroad was the boys really wanted to follow, follow Mike Hudson over there when he was youth director. So they like, you know, y'all can go there, but we're going to go over there. So at that point they were driving. So we're like, okay, I guess we're going to that church now. So we'll be plugged in over there. So, but for me, it's really, um, probably pretty late. I would say senior high school, first year in college, kind of really coming to an understanding of, um, what Jesus really meant as far as what the grace message really was about. Yeah. Very cool. And the twists and turns along the way, uh, we all have sort mm-hmm. of the mountaintop experiences or moments where mm-hmm. we've been following Jesus, but we feel like sort of the, mm-hmm. the our, our discipleship, our devotion to him mm-hmm. needs to go to another level. Did you have moments like that just over the years? And It did. I, I think part of it, you know, I've had some things I kind of remember. One was, you know, when I was going to college, I was going to Kent campus over there when it was the older Kent campus. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you remember that when it was still white buildings and a car had run off the road and basically demolished the building that we were all in. And, 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 uh, the, the building had, um, lab tops that were made out of marble and those just kept falling down in front of the car. Really literally God's intervention at that point, it was just all those marble tops stopped the car from literally killing all of us. So it's, I mean, you know, I remember calling my wife and, you know, nobody got hurt. The driver didn't get hurt, mm-hmm. nothing, because there was no fence there. It's nothing, nothing like camp, campus looks like today. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was just old married um, enlisted or officers housing from, like, World War II. That's how old it was. And so that kind of, you know, got you, got my mind, got my attention on a new track. But I think for, for me, it was, you know, Matthew getting hurt, 
you know, when Matthew was two, he ended up losing some fingers in a lawnmower accident and just seeing God's providence and, and his grace through that situation. So those are kind of situations that I remember that kind of pointed me in a different direction. Yeah. You didn't start out, obviously, serving the homeless. You were in education for seven uh, years. 25 years, right. taught elementary school. Mm -hmm. And so I did that for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And um, then I quit doing that. I went to educational sales for a while mm -hmm. for for Herf Jones, Nystrom, that division that sells caps and gowns and rings. And they have a much different division. I worked for their division that really sold, like, uh, maps and globes and stuff like that, which was a challenge because it's kind of really shifted over to the Internet-based stuff now. No one's really... Mm using the pull-down maps that you used to have in classroom too much anymore yeah. and so and then from that I really ended up getting involved in nonprofit and then I went back um, to probably um, I guess I've been a family promise maybe five years and then I decided I needed to, to I wanted to I was thinking I wanted to be a hospital chaplain and so I started at Gordon Conwell and I graduated from Gordon Conwell with a Christian leadership degree Awesome. Yeah, Master of Arts of Christian Leadership, and um, did some hospital chaplaincy kinds of rotations for nine mm -hmm. months, but I really realized that that really wasn't for me, so I have deep affirmation for people that do that. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, it was a great experience, but it was challenging for me to disassociate myself in those situations, and I think you have to kind of do that just for your own longevity, uh, but it was a great experience, so... Um, and because my degree is kind of a half a seminary degree and really half um, uh, nonprofit. Okay. I mean, so I really picked up a lot of non. It's not really a master's in nonprofit, but it's kind of is in a way. So it's definitely more slanted work with Christian nonprofits. Mm -hmm. So, so I did that, and that was a great experience. Really great experience. Very challenging. Uh, took a lot of most of my classes here in Charlotte. So I was driving back and forth oh, to wow. Charlotte a lot. Yeah, I couldn't have done it. I so. can barely do Leesburg and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.